BLR7, right fed redistribution of the Brahm Chakra. I am very busy. This is one line we keep on hearing from everyone and saying ourselves. The paradox is, we have a retinue of helpers yet we are busy. So what does it have to say about us? Are we lazy? Not interested in being in contact? Or trying to send the signal to the world that we are relevant? What is this work we are all are busy doing? Is it something which is important or is it just an exercise to keep ourselves from thinking too much about what is actually happening? What is work? Is it a duty or an action? What is duty? Is it the 9 to 5 job we know of? Or is it something else? According to the Bhagavad Gita, there are five types of actions or duties. One which is natural, it just happens. We don't have to think about it, for example, our bodily functions. Even when we are busy, we do not forget to breathe, do we? The second is our daily duties related to our status in the family or society. For example, husband, wife, child, a businessman, a doctor, homemaker, etc. The third is related to our character or everything that comes naturally to us. We have never learned it, but we have a knack or a talent for it. And an inborn skill. The next is actions which we have to take according to the circumstances we are in. Covid has brought in a new normal, which we have to follow. Masks and sanitizing has become a household thing. The last one is each and everything we do by looking at the bigger picture or the larger picture out of pure love and in a complete mode of surrender. In complete integrity with our own selves. This all goes haywire because of free will, our desires, likes, dislikes, guilts, etc. Then the line starts blurring and the confusion starts. We do not know what to do, how to resolve it and so are bogged down and burdened by work. We also misunderstand concepts. In trying to be independent, we want to do everything ourselves and instead get tied down by work itself. There are many reasons for this. We forget to ask for help sometimes. Sometimes we don't want to, thinking that it is beneath us and somehow will threaten our freedom by letting our ego come in between two. Are we trying to prove that we are superhuman? Does it give us some pleasure in the thought? Or is it just passive-aggressive behavior? Is it a conditioning to feel good by associating it with spiritual growth? There may be billions of reasons, but if any of those makes life a burden, then we are going wrong somewhere. Life is an opportunity and a gift to experience. It is only through the body and the intellect that we can enjoy and are aware 
that we are enjoying. This intellect is an amazing gift by the Supreme to us. To understand that at the end, it is not about how much we did or how much we tolerated, but how much we enjoyed while living is the real deal. As this pleasure will give us the fire to do the things which may be mundane in our lives, with a zest helping us give our best. This pleasure is the yardstick to measure how much we have understood the real meaning of life. I remember talking to a young mother who was helping her husband in the business, wanted to give quality time to her children, not take her mother-in-law and other family members for granted, and enjoy too. So she chose to teach her children as she was educated at the shop while she was helping her husband. This way she was connected with the children by giving them quality time too. Then she kept it cooking. In doing so, she had let go of the pressure of daily healthy food and also did not burden her mother-in-law, who became free to give quality time and unconditional love to her grandchildren. She asked her husband to take charge of her son, a child prodigy, cricket practice sessions. What a beautiful win-win situation. By prioritizing what is important in her life and then delegating and taking right action, she found a solution without bearing the brunt to really love life as it should be. We are five ourselves. We are five our need to be bullied and blamed. We are five our need for bearing the ancestral brunt of oaths, vows and curses. We are five our need for bearing the brunt by mirroring others' needs. We are five our reluctance to give our best. We are five our belief that we are exploited. We are five our holier-than-thou attitude. We are five are believed that we go spiritually, mentally and socially by bearing the brunt silently. We are five are fear of not doing our best. We are five are fear of being egoistic. We are five are fear of being zealously self-righteous. We are five are fear of associating self-respect with tolerance. We are five are association of bearing the brunt with taking responsibility. We are five our association of growth with mental pressure and anguish. We are five our oaths, vows, promises, curses and commitments taken when we were targeted or taken for granted for multitasking easily. We are five our guilts and regrets of making others bear the brand across time and space. We are five our judgment of those who made others bear the brunt across time and space. Our thought process is our soul's love. A radical mindset is our soul's love. Understanding our thoughts clearly is our soul's love. Knowing the difference between ego and self-respect is our soul's love. Intending and inviting one and all to operate out of fairness is our soul's love. Intending and inviting cooperation from one and all is our soul's love. Standing up for ourselves by learning to say no appropriately 
is our source love. Choosing to open a safe, secure and receptive space to express ourselves freely, fearlessly and confidently is our source love. Using our time constructively by learning to delegate appropriately is our source love. Choosing to be the co-creator of our own life is our source love. And the affirmative action is pure intent being assertive and delegating appropriately leaves lasting impressions. Thank you. See you in the pathless path ahead.